Hey, it's Milan Milan, guys. We are here and we're going to discuss Revelation 8, but I'm just going to do a quick recap about so far what we have been going over. So, you know, I asked you to read Revelation 1 through, was it 3? And it was talking about all the churches, right? And the seven different types of churches. And we picked up with the going over more over of the book of revelation in four so chapter four was speaking about the throne room in heaven chapter five when we got to it was speaking of the lamb and how he took the scroll and that was amazing right and then we get to six where we're now going over the first set of judgments um the first six of them actually and then there's a break when we get to Revelation 7 because it's talking about the 144,000 that are sealed, right? Um, just go over that, Revelation 7. And then also 7 spoke about the great multitude from the Great Tribulation. So during the Great Tribulation, there will be those... Um, make it out of the tribulation the great tribulation and they will be in heaven with the believers believers are already raptured before tribulation starts but before we go on to eight you see how in seven one right if you remember from last week seven one said after these things i saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth holding the four winds of the earth that the wind should not blow on the earth on the sea or on any tree so let's just talk about angels for a bit now you know i'm getting my um i'm reading out of my um study edition bible the nk um jv and I believe I spoke about this last week. It is by Thomas Nelson. I did get it off of Amazon. I love this study Bible. Okay, so what they're saying is the angels that saw John standing at the four corners of the earth are among the countless spirits that serve God and his people. And that's in Hebrews 1, 7, and then also verse 14. Now, angels appear frequently in the book of revelation um examples would be revelation 1 verse 20 5 verse 2 11 verse uh, 7 i'm sorry 5 verses 2 and 11 and then 7 verse 2 um 11 verse 8 And then let's go to 12, um, 7, and 14, verse 6, 15, verse 1, 18, verse 21, 20, verse 1, and 22, verse 8. It's a lot of places. Lots of places. Angels are everywhere, right? All up and through our love letters. Amen? So... But basically other places that these angels have played a um their their role like what they were 
um, to do, right? Their job, their mission, what God had intended for them to do. I'm just going to go over just a few more and then we're going to really get right into Revelation 8. But I just want you to know angels are real. Angels are um, a created being. Angels have different purposes, right? On their the purpose that God has for them. But here we go. So Luke 1 verses 11 through 20 is when it was foretold to Zechariah the birth of John the Baptist. Um, also, 1 Luke 1 verses 26 through 28 would be where an angel told Mary that she would bear Christ, that she was basically going to be birthing the Messiah. And I honestly don't even think that Mary and his earthly father, um, I, I don't think they were, I don't, how to say, I don't think they were aware of the magnitude of the blessing. I don't, I don't think they fully comprehended. You know how we as we can ask for ask for something they didn't ask but we can ask for something and we don't understand the magnitude of that blessing that we're asking for so sometimes it may seem um delayed because sometimes it may require us to grow but this is the thing they didn't ask right but but our fathers saw them worthy to be able to carry it to fruition like obviously he's all knowing right so he knew everything was going to be okay but the fact that he chose them like to be part of who he has chosen is just such it's it's beautiful and uh, it does come with hardships at times right it, it, it goodness it's a beautiful thing it is but it comes with its own little tea tribulations. Just read the story about Mary and Joseph. Even going through the pregnancy and where she had, you know, baby Jesus. And it was just, they were going through some stuff right and why they even had to leave because of that king that evil king was you know satan got into him too like satan literally got into like he knew and he was just he was trying to stop it at at all costs right obviously he was unsuccessful but let me just finish these little stories about well these little places about these angels and we're gonna get right to revelation 8 um so matthew 1 verses 20 through 25 was when joseph was relieved of his doubts about mary's pregnancy right and then you got luke 2 verses 8 through 15 when the um, angel announced jesus's birth to the shepherds near bethlehem Uh, matthew 2 verses 19 and 20 was joseph being encouraged to return to israel with his family and yes, again, that was through an angel. Also in Matthew 4, verse 11, the minister to 
uh, they ministered to Jesus after his temptation in the wilderness. Remember, because he went through that. Um, and before the angels ministered to him, it's because Satan literally tried our Savior, right? And the, min- the angels ministered to him, and then he went into his ministry. So that's just another example that our Father had given us when we are about to be blessed, when we are about to go through something that he's calling us to do. There are going to be small t tribulations. There are going to be things that we have to overcome. That's why there's that 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 um, Satan literally tried our Savior, and what he do every time he gave him back the word, he fought him off with the word. He overcame Satan by giving him the word. What Scripture says, the angels ministered to him. And he went right into his ministry. Amen. All right, so I'm just gonna give you one more. give you one more the angels appeared to jesus in the garden of gethsemane to give him strength luke 22 verse 43 all right so here we go revelation 8 this is the (laughs) prelude to the seven trumpets all right Here we go. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke and the incense i'm sorry and the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before god from the angel's hand then the angel took the censer filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to the earth and there were noises thunderings lightnings and an earthquake so the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound the first trumpet struck vegetation the first angel sounded and hell and fire followed mingled with blood and they were thrown to the earth and a third of the trees were burned up and all the green grass was burnt up now this is the second trumpet it struck the seeds Then the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood, and a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Third trumpet strikes the waters. Then the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died from the water because it was made bitter. Fourth trumpet is the heavens struck. 
Then the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened. A third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. And I looked, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth, because the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who were about to sound. Boom. That's the end of chapter 8. So chapter 9, when we pick it up, is going to get into the fifth trumpet and the sixth trumpet. You guys, can you just even understand when people say this right now today is october 8th and i'm gonna give you the time eastern time 9 59 a.m right now the tribulation has not started as i'm recording this the tribulation has not started so all of the stuff that people have said to you before when they say oh we in the tribulation oh this seal been broken boo no it hasn't look at what the bible says no it has not there would be no other time like in the great in in the in the tribulation in the great tribulation there is no other time we could ever compare be like oh i remember it was kind of like that when no it's not it's not like that this is not it okay this is the church has not been raptured the man of seal has not been revealed um no we are not there so please don't believe the hype don't get in your bible get on your knees and pray cry out to god we are not in the tribulation right now so there is still time to be saved there's still going to be time to be saved in the great tribulation it's just going to be a lot harder you see we just went up what we went over like it is not going to be an easy time to be on the earth i understand things are hard now they're going to be a lot worse then that's what I'm trying to say. Literally a third of things are being struck. These people are being... Um, they ain't gonna have nothing. A third of everything is about to be struck. The vegetation. Um, the second trumpet was the seas. The third trumpet was the waters. The fourth trumpet was the heavens. Y'all. It's no joke. If you have not come to Christ in full repentance, it ain't no time like the present, I tell you that. Because he is a loving, loving God. He wants you to come to Christ, but he ain't finna force you. He will never force you, ever, ever. He literally gave us free will. We have the will to choose him or the will to not choose him, but understand that those those uh what we decide we did that right he gave us free will but he didn't be like okay i'm gonna give you free will with these conditions i'm gonna give you free will because that's love we are not following and trusting him for those who do follow and trust him you're not following and trusting him because he made you right you did that because you realized that a sinful person just like i had to realize it and when you take that and the measurement is christ 
He is holy. We, we see our error. And we repent it. For those who have not repented, this is the part of the message I'm trying to get to you. On the side with Christ, he's going to win. Okay? He's going to win all of this. On the side living with Christ before he even comes back and gets his church. You know that you have that assurance. He literally gives you that peace that surpasses all understanding. He literally will be with you every single where you go. Your body is now the embodiment of his temp- his, his, his spirit. Sorry. The temple of his spirit. You will you will hear him you he will guide you he literally is your best friend and i'm not saying that there won't be any um small t tribulations in your life what i'm saying is you're going to get through those with christ he don't leave you to figure it out he says trust me bring him all your concerns and trust him that he loves you, trust him, that he's there, trust him that he will provide however that provision looks. Trust him that he don't want you to be suffering. He don't want you lost. Those are not his attributes. He's love, he's mercy, he's long-suffering, he's patient. He's a gentle father. When you make a mistake, because we all do, Even after choosing him, we still make mistakes because we're not perfect. He gently guides us back. He gently corrects us. Um, This is is different. Living in sin and and stumbling is two different things. Living in sin is like, I'm going to do what I want to do because I got free will, right? I'm going to just do what I want to do. You willfully living in sin and... Do you really love him then? Like that that's like a serious question. Do you love him? Because you know when you love somebody, you don't want them to be angry with you. You don't want to do something that is gonna cause a division of you guys' relationship. When you love someone, you wanna know about them, you you wanna be around them all the time you want to uh read and you you want to like just be up under them right be up under jesus that's 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 what i'm getting to be up under jesus and the more you get up under jesus get up in your word be praying to him talk to him about everything from the smallest to the biggest things that's happening in your life that's how you develop that relationship and i guarantee you have this relationship that you're building because it's a personal relationship you're not going to want to do those things that you may have found that you were drawn to before him because you're going to start to love what he loves and hate what he hates now when you stumble and fall that's like you living for Christ but because we aren't perfect we do have errors and we repent and it's not that he hasn't already forgiven you it's the fact that you're really sorry you did not mean to do xyz that is not what you set out to do especially knowing who your father is 
we make mistakes. He understood that. But have a repentant heart. That's what I'm saying. But let me give you this. This literally is one of like my favorite uh, salvation verses. It's uh, Revelation. Ten verses. I'm start at nine. All right. So Revelation ten, starting at nine, says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Ten goes on to say. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You guys, it's truly that simple it's not just believing that he exists believing that he died for your sins you have to put your faith in him you put your trust in him give him your whole life not certain parts that you feel like are just too big for you but like everything from the smallest to the greatest give him all of you is what I'm basically saying I love y'all I don't know how much longer we are here but it's not that much longer it is time to leave your sinful lives and come to Christ I left my sinful life (laughs) and again please don't ever take that I'm pointing a finger because I'm not I'm just giving it to you the way I know you need to hear it. I'm giving it to you the way the Holy Spirit is flowing through me to to tell you. Give up your sinful life and choose Christ. I'm going to give you one more verse. I'm going to give you one more verse. It's just, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you one more verse, boo. Where we at? Go to John, please. Go to John. And I'm going to give you a couple of more verses. Okay, so listen to this. Go to John, go 14, and I'm going to just read all of 1 through 6. All right? So 14, starting at 1, says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Right? This is our Savior speaking. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may also be also and where I go you know and the way you know Thomas said to him Lord do we not know where you are going 
and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So that last part is for all of y'all who has not chosen Yeshua as your Lord and Savior. He literally says it in his word. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Guys, this whole one word religion thing that they got going on, this Chrislam, is false. If those so-called Christians, and I'm doing air quotations, was in their Bibles, they would know not to follow it. They will remember John 14, 6, what this says. And the countless other parts in the Bible that we are not to be mingled with others. God has us separate. We are set apart. That's what Christians were called in the beginning. I will tell you, yes, the Bible does say the word Christians, but you will see earlier uh, um, earlier uh, Bibles that's set apart. You are set apart. You are set apart. You are set apart. You are not like this world. You are his. You are chosen. You are set apart. Stop falling for the okie doke. Okay? <laughs> this world is just, it's so full of confusion. And it should be full of Christ. That's why everything is going downhill, because it's not. Y'all, I'm finna close this out. Oh my goodness. I just, mm-mm, mm-mm. Trust Jesus and only him. Only, only him. This world will have you out here looking crazy. He won't. Until next time, y'all. Peace.